stare controllare Reciting the Tashahud, Ta'uz, and Surah Al-Fatiha, Hazrat Khalib al-Masih V, Ayyadullah Ta'ala ibn Aziz stated, By the grace of God Almighty, a few days ago, Jalsa Salana, i.e. the annual convention of the Ahmadiyya Muslim community in Germany, concluded after receiving many blessings of Allah the Exalted. By the grace of Allah, as I announced on the final day, the attendance this year reached above 40,000. All this progress that we observe year on year is solely and entirely due to Allah's grace, who always blesses us far more than our efforts and endeavors. Thus, being increasingly grateful to Allah, we should endeavor to expand our efforts so that these blessings and favors of Allah the Exalted continue to increase. The hundreds of non-Ahmadi and non-Muslim guests have stated that they had experienced an extraordinary atmosphere which had a profound effect on them. Our own members also express this feeling. However, the way all the workers, including even young boys and girls, work, and the way people stay together in such large numbers without any quarreling or disruption, is a remarkable and unique experience for those from outside of the community. Some have even stated that this was a miracle. Thus, in addition to being a source of our own tarbiyat, our jalsa is also a great source of tabligh. 
Are you propagating the message of Islam? Thus, this demands from us that we continue to increase in expressing our gratitude to God Almighty. This atmosphere should not be temporary. Rather, every moment of our lives should exhibit the beautiful teachings of Islam through every action of ours. And we should continuously fulfill the purpose of entering into the bed of the promised Messiah a.s. Usually, I mention the sentiments and views expressed by the guests and some other matters related to Jalsa, and I shall present some of those impressions today as well. However, I would firstly like to thank all the workers, both men and women, who worked incessantly day and night in order to try and make the arrangements of the Jalsa successful in every respect, and who, even at this moment, are working there as the wind-up operation is continuing. It is observed here in the UK, as well as in the larger and more organised Jamaats around the world, that the workers dedicate every moment of their time solely for the arrangements of the Jalsa. and for the hospitality of the guests of the Promised Messiah salam, while ignoring their personal interests. By the grace of God Almighty, the Jamaat in Germany is also exceedingly sincere and loyal, to the extent that in terms of sacrifice it surpasses many other Jamaats. If there are any shortcomings, then it is usually due to the way in which the office bearers carry out their duty or the lack of work or inadequate work on the part of the office bearers. However, by the grace of Allah, the members of the community are always willing to sacrifice their life, time and wealth. May Allah the Exalted continue to increase them in their sincerity and loyalty. This time, due to an increase in the attendees, the organizers as well as Amir Sahib have realized that it is time that they ought to have a large Jalsagar, i.e. a site for the annual convention, of their own. Although they recognized this need last year, and I have also been urging them for the past few years, but it seems that they have become more serious in this matter this year. Amir Sahib as well as the Central National Amala and the office bearers have become resolute about this. This time they faced some difficulties with regards to the parking due to which some traffic issues were created as well. Furthermore, people faced some difficulty at some point with entering the Jalsagar in order to take part in the proceedings. Understandably, given the circumstances there may be a shortcoming due to the vast number of people and at times the mutual understanding and relationship between people can become strained. 
This is a natural result and was bound to happen. Those people who could not enter the hall and were being delayed expressed their anger. Consequently, those who were on duty in the traffic and parking departments became worried. However, it is by the grace of God Almighty that even under such circumstances, people were able to watch or listen to the speeches on their phones via the facility provided by MTA. All these matters with regards to the Jalsa draw our attention to the need for bigger arrangements and facilities. Furthermore, we have to fix the dates of Jalsa according to the wishes of the hirer and we are not free to choose the dates ourselves. This year, they even handed over the halls for Jalsa at the last moment. All these things should draw the attention of the organizers that they ought to procure their own site where the Jalsa can be held. Amir Sahib has informed me that he has viewed a site which he liked and they are trying to acquire. If this site is suitable for the Jamaat in the eyes of God Almighty, then may he enable them to acquire it and may he facilitate them in purchasing it. I am hopeful of this, inshallah, and upon observing the sincerity, loyalty and willingness of the German Jamaat to offer sacrifices, I can say that if any financial sacrifices were to be required, the members of the Jamaat will, God willing, offer such sacrifices. May Allah the Exalted increase their ability to do so. As I mentioned on the last day of the German Jalsa, this Jalsa has now also become an international Jalsa. Previously, it had been convenient for the rest of Europe to attend the Germany Jalsa. This time, it has been perceived that it was more convenient for some other countries, such as former Soviet states and some African countries to go there as well, and that they acquired the visa more easily. Even from this perspective, it is necessary for Germany to expand the Jalsa Gap and the relevant arrangements as well. After expressing my gratitude to the workers and saying these words in relation to the Jalsa, I will now present before you some impressions of those who attended the Jalsa, from which it becomes evident that not only the workers, but every Ahmadi attending the Jalsa serves as a means of silent tabligh, i.e. propagating the true message of Islam to non-Ahmadis through their morals and good conduct. During the days of Jalsa, there is a separate program for non-Ahmadis and non-Muslims on Saturday afternoon as well, during which I deliver an address. Hence, I will first mention the impressions of those who took part in this program.
during the remainder of this program, a tablighi program or sitting is conducted for the guests by the local administration. This year, as part of the tablighi arrangements, a total of 1,179 external guests attended the Jalsa. The number of German guests was 502, and the number of guests from other European countries totaled 341. Apart from this, there were 157 guests from Arab countries, 104 guests from Asia, and 75 guests from Africa. In this manner, a total of 76 nations were represented. Mr. Hans Oliver was one of the guests who was a senior partner of a law firm in Frankfurt. And after attending this meeting and listening to my address, he expressed his feelings, saying, The speech of the Imam of the Ahmadiyya Jamaat was extremely passionate and impressive for me. He further writes, to comprehend the dangers that cross one's mind and possibility of war whilst following a daily and apparently peaceful routine is of great significance. Furthermore, the Imam of the Ahmadiyya Jamaat has not only correctly perceived the dangers of the future but is also warning the world along with this. Similarly, the manner in which he connected the issue of immigration to the social and economic interests of governments was in fact a correct analysis. He then says, As a lawyer, I wish to mention this aspect to my colleagues and to emphasize the understanding of this mutual need. The reason for this is that here in general, people speak of the arrival of refugees in a negative manner. However, they neglect the local interests of the countries and nations that are attached to this, which is a matter of great significance. Then Marina Pulbik Saiba, who is an IT expert working for the airline Lufthansa, says... Whilst listening to the address, I was constantly thinking that other leaders also deliver speeches and encourage the world to protect itself from the looming dangers. She further says, speaking on the issue of establishing world peace is a burning issue for world leaders. However, I have never experienced the effect and power in the words of any other leader as I witnessed in the Imam of the Ahmadiyya Jamaat. The second aspect is that an extensive research was carried out on this topic, which manifests great empathy as well. No one offers such a detailed analysis if this yearning and empathy is not present. She further says, He made it clear to world leaders from a social and economic perspective, not from a religious perspective, that world peace is interconnected to the fear of God. If we do not rise above our personal interests and take action, then we will be responsible for the catastrophic destruction that will be caused by an atomic war. She further says, In my view, this message has been delivered with such clarity that if a person does not have any prejudices, 
it is sufficient to make them shudder. Furthermore, this message should be conveyed to the relevant organizations as it is necessary to spread this understanding on a global level for the welfare of mankind at large. Then there is a married German couple, Mr. Klose and Mrs. Heide. They stated, We were very apprehensive before we came here. Even though we had been familiar with the Jamaat for several years, we had reservations when it came to attending the Jalsa, which were based on the information we heard about Islam and Muslims from the media. Hence, we were extremely nervous coming here today as we were uncertain how big the crowd would be. However, after arriving, both of us, husband and wife, were so relaxed and we experienced such a friendly atmosphere here that it felt as if we were walking around in our own environment. After listening to my speech, the wife said, In relation to this, I would like to say that I have personally witnessed the destruction caused by war. She was referring to the Second World War. Furthermore, the catastrophes and terrifying scenarios which the Imam of the Ahmadiyya Jamaat has and is warning mankind of beforehand, and the spirit of sympathy and sincerity with which he is cautioning the world, has a different impact on individuals such as myself who have witnessed a world war. Therefore, we are in agreement with every word of this address and wish for the current generation to understand and realize it in good time. The husband of this lady says, He, i.e. the Imam of the Ahmadiyya community, has certainly pointed out all the dangers posed today. However, whilst doing so, he neither mentioned anyone's name, nor did he adopt a manner of speech during his address which gave the impression that he was inclined towards any particular direction. The manner in which he was issuing a warning contained a profound sympathy rather than on personal likes or dislikes. There was not the faintest indication of any personal inclination during his address, and this is the very status of a religious leader. He further says, Following this address, I return with this conviction that the Ahmadiyya Jamaat holds deep sympathy for humanity. Then Mr. Norbert Wagner, an immigration lawyer, says, Even though I am not attending the Jalsa for the first time, and as a lawyer for cases related to Ahmadis, I am aware of most matters. He deals with the asylum cases of Ahmadis. However, today's address of the Imam of the Ahmadiyya Jamaat contained completely new aspects and points for me. Even though I am expressing my feelings, this expression is a form of an immediate response as this very speech contains many important points for my professional needs, which I will deliberate over once I return home. The viewpoint presented today by the Imam of the Ahmadiyya Jamaat in relation to the issue of immigrants and those who leave their homeland will develop a mutual relationship and honour between hosting countries and immigrants. Furthermore, and particularly the manner in which he highlighted the need of German manpower with the support of figures in relation to the elderly and the age of retirement, it will strengthen the self-esteem of the refugees 
and the respect and honor of immigrants will also increase in the eyes of hosting institutions. However, I say this once again, that this contains a lot of material for myself as well as for those who practice immigration law, which will benefit us. The Jalsa helps people in their worldly lives as well. Then a lady named Lisa Cyber from Switzerland writes, I belong to an organization and we are working towards spreading peace. Today, when I heard this speech, I saw peace and only peace in every single word of it. In each word, I saw tolerance and regard for human dignity. If you combine peace, humanity and tolerance into one place, then you will end up forming a beautiful society. Then she goes on to say, Whatever you say, it is beneficial for us. The most impressive thing was that after presenting all of the prevailing issues, you offer a solution from religion itself and said that the solution to all of these things lies in recognizing God Almighty. You have proven that religion is not the problem, but the solution to the problems. A German lady says, I really love the fact that that His Holiness spoke upon current issues. Before him, some politicians also spoke, but there was no substance to their words. They were the usual, average things that anyone can say. But this speech was totally distinctive. His Holiness spoke on real issues, nuclear war, climate change, immigration, and these are the prevailing issues, the solution for which he also presented. Rather than putting constraints on religion, it should be propagated that people should come towards God. He also brought attention to this. Then she says, He explained in very clear words that the wars that are taking place today have no connection at all with religion. He also shed ample light on political affairs and then went on to say that powerful nations take advantage of weaker ones. Sometimes they are exploited in an apparent way, while at other times it is more subtle and they are compelled to safeguard the interest of more powerful nations. And so in this way, she has done a good analysis, especially as a student. This means that people listen carefully and also reflect on what is being said. Then there is a Christian priest of Germany named Andreas Weisbrod who says that he had been greatly impressed by the Jalsa Salana. From the friendly faces, from the multitude of friendly faces, from this environment of positivity and goodness and from the great unity and love. And then about my speech he says, This speech left me in utter amazement. I was not so aware of the imminence of a nuclear threat. I also think at this time we can only progress if we give due attention to collective priorities, peace, and when we search all together for peace. For this purpose, we require a strong society where we establish an environment of multiple perspectives and tolerance and one of interfaith dialogue, which is an integral part of this as well. Then of the general impressions of the Jalsa, as these were just a few examples I had selected, of the general impressions of Jalsa, I shall present some examples as well. 
a Macedonian delegation had come, comprising of 70 people. Among them were also eight journalists. Two were representing the regional news groups, while the remaining six belonged to national news agencies or other media groups. Some of them interviewed some people, and some of them interviewed myself as well. Aside from covering the actual Jalsa proceedings, they also interviewed individuals after the question-answer session. Aside from the journalists, there were also 15 Christian friends in this delegation, 23 non-Ahmadi Muslims and 24 Ahmadi Muslims. Of the non-Ahmadi guests from this delegation, five of them, after having seen the Jalsa and its program, and who were already being preached to before, joined the Jamaat. A Macedonian lady named Alexandra Advino Saiba also attended. Her own manner of expression is such that I kept it to share later. It is both very poetic and philosophical. She says, What is a home without its inhabitants? Can there be a concept of humanity without morals? The reality of humankind cannot exist without religion and beliefs. After all, what is humanity at all without love? The purification of man's soul can only be when he lives in peace and spreads peace as well. Similarly, the purification of the soul lies also in tolerance and mutual respect and dignity. It is necessary for man that he believes in God and try to make the future better on earth. This is a method by which we can safeguard mankind. And the Ahmadiyam community is doing all of these things Ahmadis spread peace, teach peace and are establishing morals and goodness so that all of mankind also joins in all of these. Ahmadiyat is unifying all people in one place and is kindling the light of worship in them. Ahmadiyat desires that people should increase their spirituality and that unity should be established among them and that they become close to God. This year at Jalsa, I saw a multitude of good people with smiling faces who were giving us a great deal of respect. They truly believe that with good morals, a good life can be lived. She goes on to say, I, along with expressing my sentiments of gratitude, bear witness that I saw such people whose conviction in God and faith in Him is very strong. I am hopeful that you will continue with these good works and in this community will continue the ideas of due attention and love. Then shall a time come that people will realize the true purpose and value of life. This is the impression of a person who is not from among the community. And this impression should bring us to the point where we truly recognize the purpose of our lives, and then achieve this purpose as well. Among the Macedonian delegation was also a television journalist, Zorancho Zorinsky Sahib, who says, I am attending this Jalsa for the second time, and it is a great honor for me. The organization of the Jalsa was extraordinary, and in my opinion, the organizational structure of the Jalsa was even better th than last time. Then he says, I greatly enjoyed your address. Every word of it was a lesson for humankind. This is an international message, love for all, hatred for none. Then he says, 
To believe in God and in helping all people is a thing that will remove all conflict from between people. He further writes, The Ahmadiyya community teaches people very positive things. And regarding the press conference with different journalists that took place with me, he writes, The answers he gave were expressive of the fundamentals of human dignity and respect. He says, I am also a journalist. I will try to get an interview at some time. Then he goes on to say, His Holiness gives good advice. I hope that more people will accept Ahmadiyyat who will work towards the betterment of humankind. The world can see that Islam will progress in the world through Ahmadiyyat. Then a man named Baimunsko Sahib says, I have gone deep into the message of Ahmadiyyat and understood it with depth. As a journalist, I have analysed those aspects of faith which overlap among different religions. The foundation of religion is based upon love for God and for mankind. This is a message which is direly needed in today's day and age. The solution to many of these problems which are greatly agitating the world lies in this love. Today, a great predicament in Europe is the upsurge of right-wing politicians, the solution for which is only possible through dialogue between the various faiths, cultures and civilizations. If we search for God, then we will come to learn that there is not that much of a difference between us. Then he says, The more distance we become from God, the more distant we shall become from mankind and people in general. The age of materialism is bringing an end to spiritual livelihood and relationships between people. This is why we must protect our families and friends and all our relationships and connections. Then a man named Johnny Jipu Saheb writes, I have participated in the Jalsa with my family. The Jalsa was amazing and proved to be a marvellous experience. Then he says, When I first heard of the message of Ahmadiyyat in Macedonia, I realised that the work of the Ahmadiyyat Jamaat is giving people positive guidance. First, my family accepted this message, and then they guided me. I am grateful to you for facilitating the means for us to partake in Jalsa Salana. Then there is a lady named Tanya Sahiba who says, This is the first time I have participated in the Jalsa. Here everything was new for me and it was excellent. All of the organizational structures put in place were excellent, particularly the manner in which the working volunteers interacted was so friendly. They were conducting themselves with smiling faces and working with a very positive and wholesome attitude. Then a student from Bulgaria a university student from Bulgaria says, The people were very empathetic, which is why I am here now. I was watching the bed ceremony as an observer. I do not have the words to express my emotions. For people to collect in this amazing way is an astonishing and grand thing. A delegation of 49 people came from Bulgaria among them were 15 Ahmadis and 34 non-Ahmadi and Christian guests. A Christian woman named Julia Sahiba 
who was part of the delegation, said, I am very emotional just to think that I am also participating with thousands of people in the Jalsa of the Ahmadiyya Muslim community. Despite being a Christian, I really enjoyed the address. She is speaking about my address. Your prayers really hit the heart when I really enjoyed the recitation of the Holy Quran and its translation. One thing worth mentioning is that you handed awards to the students yourself. She then prayed that may God Almighty accept all her supplications. A woman from the Bulgarian delegation, Kisma Almeria Sahiba, says, This is my third opportunity to attend the Jalsa in Germany, and each year I learn something new. As a physiotherapist and a psychologist, I listen intently to the speeches. Through the teachings of the Ahmadiyya Muslim community presented in these speeches, I can find the best solution to the issues of my patients, and I gather valuable advice for myself. Ivanka Saiba, a Christian guest from the Bulgarian delegation, says, This is the first time I have had the chance to attend the Jalsa in Germany. To see all of this really left me astounded, especially the children who would come and serve us water. Then another guest named Gilia Saiba said, I attended all three days of the Germany Jalsa. I am extremely impressed with the hospitality and organization I am also very impressed by the courteous and pious people I had the chance to meet during Jilsa. A delegation from Hungary attended this year, among whom were eight guests and eleven Ahmadis. Sabah bin Sahib, who is from the Romani people, said, we set up an organization for the success, betterment and legal support of our people, which comprises of over 16,000 members. This is the first time he attended the Jalsa. He further says, Meeting new people is a part and parcel of my job. I have attended these functions and events, be they Jewish, Muslim or Christian programs. In my entire life, I have never witnessed such love, mutual respect and dignity, equality and brotherhood as I have witnessed here. Nor have I seen this in any other function. He thanked the Jamaat for granting him the opportunity to come and see for himself the practical implementation of love for all, hatred for none. He also said that this was a lifetime experience for him, which cannot be forgotten, and that he is in a very emotional state after attending the Jalsa. He then said that he had been speaking in support of the Muslim migrants in his country who are facing difficulties and hatred, but now he will speak up even more and stand up for them more resolutely knowing that the way the media is portraying the Muslims is completely false. Then there is a Wafar Hassan Sahiba of Yemen, who migrated with her mother and son to Hungary. 
She says that she attended the Jalsa last year as well as this year. She mentions that last year when she went to the ladies' side, she felt very comfortable. Hence, this time she sat in the ladies' side and listened to the entire program. And for her, there was a special spiritual and emotional atmosphere. Then there was a guest by the name Bisan Juzi Sahib, who took the oath of allegiance on the final day and joined the Jamaat. He said, I am so grateful to God Almighty for this. The reason why he joined the Jamaat was that a few years ago he met me and this had a profound impact on him and as a result he began attending the Jalsa in Germany every year. There is an Ahmadi, Bikum Betsi Sahib. He says, I took the Pledge of Allegiance in 2004. I achieved great success in my journalism degree, as a result of which I received a medal at the Jalsa Salana in 2016. Thereafter, I began working as a journalist for online newspaper outlets in Albania. Last year, when I requested to take leave to attend the Jalsa, it was not granted. I therefore resigned because I could not miss the Jalsa. The very same day, God Almighty granted me work in another media outlet, which I accepted on the condition that I would begin work after attending the Jalsa in Germany. He further says, Similarly, this year also, I had only been working for four months in an online news company, and according to the company policy, there was no permission to take holidays before six months of working there. Despite this, I sought permission to attend the Jalsa, which was not granted. Subsequently, I resigned from that company, and on the same day, three other companies offered me a job. From among them, I agreed to work on the condition that I begin work after attending the Jalsa Slana in Germany. Thus, this condition of mine was accepted. This is the true example of giving precedence to faith over worldly pursuits which those who have recently accepted Ahmadiyyad are also demonstrating. An Ahmadi friend, Gizm Munachi Sahib, who used to belong to an atheist society, he got in touch with the Jamaat a few years ago and found the proofs of the Ahmadiyya Muslim community in support of religion and Islam in particular to be very logical and pleasing. Previously, he was completely against religion due to hearing stories of the Malvis, i.e. religious clerics. He took the Pledge of Allegiance a few years ago and is now steadily increasing in observing Islamic customs. He says, The Jalsa Salana is very special to me. As always, the organization and hospitality were of the highest level. The address to the ladies of Sagar and the concluding address really impressed me. And we men must always bear this message in mind. Then there was an Albanian guest, Ilir Chuanchi, who lives in Germany. He says, The Jalsa Salana is a wonderful spiritual gathering for all Ahmadi Muslims, in which not only members of the Jamaat attend, but also a large number of guests from different countries. On the one hand, he learnt about the fundamental teachings of Islam through his attendance at the Jalsa. 
and on the other hand, he was able to witness and experience the practical example of these beautiful teachings through the system of Khilafat established in the Jamaat. He says, During these three days, there are only sittings in the men's and women's Jalsa halls, and the beautiful teachings of Islam are presented to tackle the changes and challenges in this day and age. As an Ahmadi Muslim, I wait very eagerly for this spiritual gathering because one can witness the true spirit of brotherhood which is indescribable. Every single member of the Jamaat displays pure and sincere love. When attending this Jalsa it feels as if I am in paradise and the most fortunate man in the world and I wait very keenly for the Jalsa to take place next year. There was a delegation of 85 people from Georgia. This was the largest delegation from a former Soviet state to attend. Besosaib, chairman of a welfare organization, says, I had the opportunity to speak to many people, and while speaking to them, I was trying to assess just how much this Jamaat is broad-minded in their views. With this in mind, I spoke to two Ahmadis, and during the conversation, all of a sudden, I said, I'm not a Muslim, but a Christian. I thought that they would change their attitude completely once they found out. But I was so amazed to see that the way they continue to display their good morals and good manners without showing any kind of prejudice. This is another way in which others try to put us to the test. Nanuka Saiba, a religious studies student from the Georgian delegation, also attended. She expressed her sentiments during the bed ceremony, saying, The bed ceremony was very emotional. I was able to witness scenes of religious unity and just how people of different colors and backgrounds can live in peace with one another. I am studying religious studies. This is the first time I am attending the Jalsa, and I am certain that this Jalsa is the best way to attain peace. Then there is another lady named Nana Kurgani Sahiba. She says, I am neither a Muslim nor a Christian, but after attending this Jalsa, I find myself more inclined towards Islam. I feel compelled to make a decision regarding my faith. Georgia Sahib, a university student from Georgia and the nephew of an imam, says, I am a Muslim by name, but after attending the Jalsa and witnessing the love of the Imam of the Ahmadiyya Muslim community, I shall continue researching into the Jamaat. A delegation from Kosovo also came, comprising of 45 individuals. 30 of them were Ahmadis and 15 were non-Ahmadi guests. A friend named Mr. Sheb Zikrji Sahib attended the Jalsa for the second time. He says, I was very pleased when I was told to come and attend the Jalsa, but I was in a dilemma in terms of travel expenditure. However, I had a keen desire to meet the Caliph and attend the Jalsa. 
which is why I sold my cattle to raise funds to travel and attend the Jalsa. This is another example how people make great efforts and sacrifices to attend the Jalsa after accepting Ahmadiyyat. These are similar to examples of people in the past which they are acting upon. One of the members of the delegation from Kosovo was Mr. Skander Aslani Sahib, who teaches Albanian language and literature. He also had the opportunity to do bad this year. He said, Despite carefully observing everything, I could not find any flaws in the arrangements of the Jalsa, and the speeches delivered were of a very high standard. He also said that he was very impressed by my speech as well. He further stated, Performing the bet indeed is a reward which we should all truly cherish because in the current conditions of the world, the key to our success lies in uniting under one hand. Three ladies from Malta attended the Jalsa and were in the ladies' Jalsa hall. They said, We were very looked after very well and we were always being asked if there was anything we required. The atmosphere in the ladies' marquees was like one family. Even though we were meeting the people there for the first time, however, it felt as if we all knew each other from decades ago. They further stated, We had the opportunity to experience the atmosphere of both halls and felt much more comfortable in the ladies' side. Thus, we were able to truly understand the wisdom and philosophy of the Islamic teachings in relation to making separate arrangements for men and women. Moreover, based on our personal experience, we can say that the teachings of Islam are filled with deep wisdom. Women feel much more comfortable and content with having their own separate arrangements, which they manage themselves, and thus providing them with the opportunity to demonstrate their skills and talents. Therefore, even the non-Muslims now acknowledge the importance of segregation between men and women and making separate arrangements for them. Therefore, those young girls who sometimes question why men and women are not together and that there is no freedom should ponder over this. Another lady who was a guest from Malta and recently married said, I was greatly impressed by your address which you delivered to the ladies. You drew the attention of both the husband and the wife on fulfilling the rights and responsibilities towards one another. Various issues always arise in the households. However, your guidance in this regard shall always prove to be beneficial. She further stated, You spoke about the Islamic teaching in relation to upholding one's chastity and purity before marriage. It was full of great wisdom and extremely comprehensive. This is vitally important. You also guided us on purifying ourselves spiritually and physically and also towards adopting righteousness. If I ever have the opportunity to attend the Jalsa again, I will spend all my time in the ladies' hall because the atmosphere that I experienced there was filled with faith and spirituality. A guest from Kyrgyzstan said, I am filled with extraordinary emotions after having attended the Jalsa. Prior to accepting Ahmadiyyat, I never emotionally cried except for when I was in Kardian and here in Germany. I felt as if the condition of my heart had completely changed and had become softer. Every time a person performs the bath, they increase in their faith. Before this, I was a Mulvi, i.e. a Muslim cleric, but when I read the literature of the Ahmadiyya community, I developed a true understanding of the concept of the Dajjal and the advent of the promised Messiah. 
which had been mentioned in the Holy Quran. During the course of the bath, I felt as if cold water was being poured over me, and now I have become a true Muslim. A guest from Tajikistan, Abdul Sattar, said, I had heard that Ahmadis are not Muslims and considered it permissible to drink alcohol. Prior to attending the Jalsa, I visited the Ahmadiyya Mosque, Bet al-Subhan, which is in Germany, and I offered my prayers there. I realized that in fact Ahmadis are also Muslims and believe in the five pillars of Islam. After having attended the Jalsa, I learned that Ahmadis believe in the Imam Mahdi and certainly do not drink alcohol and in fact adhere to all the Quranic injunctions. Having attended the Jalsa, I have learned a lot about the Ahmadiyya community and I consider you to be Muslims. You share the same pillars and articles of faith as other Muslims. After Hajj, this is the second time I have witnessed so many Muslims come together. A delegation came from Lithuania consisting of 58 people, 46 were non-Ahmadi guests and 12 Ahmadis. Expressing his sentiments, Petrus Yanulionis said, I did not have a very good view on Islam prior to attending the Jalsa. However, after having attended the Jalsa, I now have many positive sentiments about Islam. From the Jalsa, I learned that Muslims very firmly adhere to their beliefs. In fact, in comparison to Christians, they are very much more resolute. Another guest from Lithuania, Munifa Saiba, stated, Prior to attending the Jalsa, I was very confused about Islam because some Muslims have an extremely fiery temperament and show complete intolerance towards other faiths. However, after having attended the Jalsa, I learned that Ahmadi Muslims respect the views and faith of other people and seek to propagate peace and love among the whole of mankind. Another guest from Lithuania, was the CEO of a law firm, Sharon Sahib. He states, The Jalsa Slana is an extremely important event as one is able to learn about the peaceful teachings of Islam and completely dispels the misconceptions that surround it. A member from Syria who did the Bayat in January 2019 describes his account of how he accepted Ahmadiyyad. He states, My father did the Bayat in 2008 in Syria and one of my brothers also did the bed. I have previously attended the Jalsa on three occasions. However, I would be perplexed and would even find it humorous when I would see people emotionally crying. I continued to oppose the Jamaat and did not perform the bed. However, I prayed to God Almighty that if the Jamaat was true, then God Almighty would guide him, me himself. Thereafter, I saw in a dream that we are all sitting waiting for a mulakat, i.e. in an audience with Hazur Yanvar. And I am sat in the front row, we were all filled with joy, and when I saw Hazul, I uncontrollably began to cry. Hazul then called me towards himself and said in a very loving manner, Come close and sit here. After that I woke up and was content for doing bed, and later did the bed as well. He also related this account to me as well, and was overcome with emotion during the mulakat, and whenever I would look towards him, he would become extremely emotional. Another guest from Belgium was a young man, Dostoch Balinsahib. He states, I did the bed a few months ago and I am attending the Jalsa for the first time. 
I am astounded after having attended the Jalsa, the beautiful atmosphere of brotherhood which I had only heard about before. I was now able to witness it for myself during the Jalsa. I am extremely fortunate to have had the opportunity to be part of such a spiritual atmosphere. Another guest who came from Senegal, who is a commissioner in his area, mentioned about his mulakat with me. He said, I was extremely happy after having met you and was greatly impressed by your address in which you spoke about the love and unity of God Almighty. If I had not attended the Jalsa and met you, it would have left a very big void in my life. Today, I feel as if I have attained the mission of my life. He had also brought a small model ship with him, which he had in his lap. When I asked him about it, he said, We have brought this as a gift for you. This is a ship that represents peace. This is a ship that represents the motto, Love for all, hatred for none. Whosoever boards this ship shall be granted peace. And this is the ship of Ahmadiyyat. Another meaning for gifting this ship was that our livelihood is dependent upon this, as there is a lot of fishermen there. Therefore, please pray for our country. Another guest who came with him was a director for the Department of Health. He thanked me for the hospital we built there. He also said that he was able to witness various aspects of Islam by coming to the Jalsa. He further said, I have travelled to many countries in the world and I have travelled to the USA and Europe as well. I have attended many religious and political events. However, I have never witnessed such an organization and representation of the true image of Islam before. I have never witnessed such a level of obedience as I have done here, nor have I witnessed such love for Khilafat before. I can clearly say that there is no political or religious leader in the world who is loved more by his people than the Khalifa, and I testify to this truth. This was Dr. Majal Sahib, who further says, We accept this truth with all our hearts, which we have witnessed here. This is something that cannot be denied, and from today onward, our hearts are with you. We have truly felt what we have heard and witnessed here, and will strive to adhere to it. from Bosnia also attended the Jalsa, which consisted of 74 members. Yasmin Spachit, who is the president of an NGO, said, Your love for Islam and the founder of Islam and your efforts to spread love is evident from your words. The guidance given in the light of the Holy Prophet Sallallahu pure life was penetrating into my heart and indeed the Holy Prophet Sallallahu practically lived his life in this very manner. I pray to God Almighty that may the next Jalsa be even better than this and may it become the means of strengthening and uniting the followers of the Holy Prophet Sallallahu Another guest, Yamina Jofish Saiba, said, After coming to the Jalsa, I have realized that the atmosphere of the Jalsa has such a powerful impact that it can revive the soul of one who is spiritually dead.
Almak Karimesh Sahib, another guest, states, I would like to take this opportunity to express my gratitude to the Ahmadiyya community for inviting me to this great Jalsa. The hospitality and all the various arrangements of the Jalsa have extraordinarily impressed me. In particular, I have spent the weekend amongst such people who are constantly smiling. The bed ceremony also took place in which 37 people with a representation from 16 different countries had the opportunity to do the bed. These included Albania, Serbia, Holland, Germany, Chechnya, Romania, Kosovo, Belgium, Syria, Turkey, Uzbekistan, Lebanon, Senegal, Ghana, the Gambia and Guinea-Conakry. Another guest was Mr. Lebanok, who was a principal of a high school in Kosovo. He states, The Jalsa had a very emotional impact on me. In particular, I was greatly impressed when you said to everyone to sit down and the huge crowd of people immediately sat down. One cannot see such an example anywhere in the world. After having attended the Jalsa, I say that the Jalsa should not only be for three days, but in fact should last for 30 days. I did not have any intention to take part in the bed. However, I was overcome with such emotions during the course of the bed that my hand automatically went up and I began to repeat the words of the bed. However, I did not just superficially perform the bed. In fact, I truly took the bed. A guest from Azerbaijan, Aghasif Sahib, says, I had never imagined that I would scale such spiritual heights. When Murabi Mahmud Sahib initially began to give me information about the Jamaat and its beliefs, I perceived it to be very artificial and untrue. Hence, I immediately rejected it when I heard about it. However, little did I know that the power of the truth would quickly attract me towards it. Indeed, the truthfulness of the Jamaat and the arguments it puts forth are irrefutable. By coming to the Jalsa, I was able to witness these sights in reality, which I would previously only see through videos. I had the opportunity to meet so many people during the Jalsa and would sense the same level of joy from everyone, which proved that in reality this is one community. God Almighty also granted me the opportunity to do bayat at your hands. When I was informed for the first time that I would perform the bayat at the hands of the Khalifa, I did not believe it. I asked four or five times if I would be able to perform the bayat by placing my hand on the hands of the Khalifa. He further says, My tears began to flow and I became worried because I was not worthy. I then began to constantly recite the Ruj Sharif and Istighfar. Until the bed, I was unable to eat or do anything. Alhamdulillah, as the time for the bed approached, God Almighty granted me such strength from the spiritual atmosphere that straight after the bed, I fell into sajda in gratitude to that being who enabled this lowly one with many faults to perform the bed at the hands of Hazrat Khalifatul Masih. After the Jalsa, I learnt that there would be another opportunity to meet with Hazul. I spent all day thinking of many questions. But as soon as the meeting began, I forgot all of them except the most important one, which was how can one maintain their spirituality when one returns back home? To this, Azul replied, one ought to constantly recite Surah Fatiha, Ihdina Sirat al-Mustaqim, Sirat al-Ladina Anamta Alayhim as well as reciting istighfar. He then says, I am leaving this jalsa with a firm pledge 
that until the next Jalsa I will act on this guidance. Then when I return the following year, I will affirm that I abided by this advice. May God Almighty increase him in his loyalty and sincerity. A guest attending the Jalsa for the first time from the Kosovan delegation stated, I am unable to put my feelings and emotions into words. In all my life I have wished to meet someone who cares and worries about the world and having met him my worries would seem to fade away. My being able to attend the Jalsa was only due to the blessings of God and during the bath ceremony I felt a nearness to God. Ipam Sahib from Albania says, I pledged allegiance at the hands of Hazrat Masih and had the good fortune of entering the community. I am extremely grateful to God Almighty to giving me the opportunity to accept Ahmadiyyat. He further states, Just one year ago I was without faith. God Almighty bestowed the treasure of faith upon me. I was born and raised in a non-religious family. However, having attended the Jalsa Salana and meeting with Hazrat Khalifa Masih, God Almighty brought faith into my life. Dr. Mahmoud Muhammad Sahib writes, When two years ago I attended the Jalsa for the first time, I found it somewhat strange and novel, the idea that Ahmadis believe that the Mahdi and Messiah has appeared, and we, i.e. non-Ahmadi Muslims, were completely oblivious to this fact. Many questions arose in my mind, as we had always learned and been taught that the Mahdi would be an Arab, and his name would be Muhammad, son of Abdullah. Is this a religious or political movement? Many such questions gripped my mind. In order to try and find answers to these questions, I again attended the Jalsa the following year and had many discussions on various topics with Ahmadi brothers. Even after Jalsa, I was in contact with Ahmadis and over time I found the answers to all my questions. I became convinced that Ahmadis hold all the traits of a true Muslim. Moved by the love and affection of the Jamaat, I decided to pledge allegiance. He further writes, This love that is found amongst the members of the community had God not sown this seed, this love could never have been born. It is God's grace that I had the opportunity to pledge allegiance at the hands of the Khalifa. It is difficult to express the feelings that I had when I was repeating the words of the pledge. I am fortunate to pledge allegiance at the hands of the Khalifa. Even if the bad proceedings had lasted for five hours, I would not have been bored or have noticed the passage of time. A guest from Kosovo attending for the first time, and along with five members of his family, had the opportunity of pledging allegiance. He writes, Initially, I was anxious of how the bed ceremony would unfold, and found myself trembling. However, after the ceremony, I was calm and felt at ease. Kamal Lawan Sahib from Lebanon says, I used to own a restaurant. A friend, Muhammad Shada, used to visit frequently. One day he said to me, I want to tell you something. The Imam Mahdi has come and has already passed away. After he left, I thought to myself, who was this man he was referring to as the Imam Mahdi? Sometime after this, I met the Ahmadi friend again and he said again that the Imam Mahdi had appeared. One day he explained certain concepts including the Dajjal and the death of Jesus. These were extraordinary findings and they became embedded in my heart. These feelings drove me to gain more knowledge about the Jamaat. The Ahmadi friend invited me to attend the Jalsa which I gladly accepted. Kamal Lawan Sahib further states, 
For me, the first evidence of the truthfulness of the community was just how well such a vast number of people were looked after. During the Jalsa, a friend of mine informed me that he, are you referring to Hazrat Khalid Musi, was the Caliph of the Muslims. I then asked numerous questions to many Ahmadis and they replied with great affection. My heart started to become content with the truth of Ahmadiyyat. I thought to myself, one never knows if one will live to see the next year, so I should pledge allegiance here and now. In addition, I saw two dreams which reinforced my belief in the truthfulness of the community. With the grace of God Almighty, one of my sons has also pledged allegiance, and I yearn to see my other children also accept Ahmadiyyat. Today I watch with great interest the Al-Hiwar al-Mubashir and Friday sermons. As far as I am concerned, the ten conditions of death are not just a few conditions, but in fact are a way of life as ordained by God Almighty. Before joining the community, I would often pray that God would give me the opportunity of seeing the Imam Mahdi. I have a sense of remorse for all the time I spent outside of the community. For this reason, I have a heartfelt respect for every Ahmadi, because they are serving the religion of the Holy Prophet I now feel less worried about my family and work. Rather, I worry about that if I have enough money to spend to support the progress of the community and be able to serve the community. May God Almighty fulfill this wish of mine. Fawad Sahib states, Before being introduced to the community, I will reflect on the grandeur of God Almighty and the ever-declining state of the Muslims and when this would get better. When I moved to Germany, I used to see my European Arab friends and would think, are these the people through whom Islam would flourish in Europe, as mentioned in the Hadith that Islam would spread throughout Europe in the latter days? During this period, I met an Ahmadi friend, Mahir al-Mani, who started to introduce the community to me. In the beginning, I was quite opposed to these ideas. However, after studying the books of the community, I decided to attend the Jalsa. When I saw the Jalsa, I thought, how could so many people could come together at the hands of one person and also exhibit so much mutual love and affection. During the Tahajjad prayer, I prayed, O oh Allah, if this community is truthful, grant me the opportunity to pledge allegiance during this Jalsa. He's referring to the Jalsa of 2018. During the course of the Jalsa, my heart was content and I pledged allegiance. However, my wife refused to take the pledge. I explained that she should read the books of the community and pray to God Almighty for guidance. For three months, my wife prayed for guidance and she saw in a dream a large gathering of people and a white pigeon in the middle of them. She asked, what is this pigeon? And one of the persons explained that this pigeon is here to spread the message of Islam to the area of Jerusalem. This dream opened my wife's heart and during the Jalsa of 2019, she took the Pledge of Allegiance. He goes on to say, I am overjoyed that God Almighty has enabled my entire family to accept the promised Messiah, alayhi salam. And I will now take the message to all my relatives. Samir Sahiba, a guest from Austria, says, I took the pledge on the 7th of July during the Jalsa Islana, Germany. I request for prayers that may this pledge be blessed and that my oath is not broken by any fault of my making. May Allah the Almighty bring about that reformation in myself that the promised Messiah mentioned in the philosophy of the teachings of Islam. She goes on to say, I and my family have been Ahmadi since 2011. Although I was an Ahmadi, I had not filled in the bad form, but considered myself an Ahmadi. I am turning 18 and since childhood had a desire to take the pledge myself. Since 2011 I had kept the form safe, but wanted to present it myself and take the pledge at Hazul's hand. And this year, 
that wish has been fulfilled. She now helps in doing outreach with the Arab guests coming to the Jalsa. God is also opening the hearts of the youth. A Kurdish girl expressing her sentiments states, My mother accepted Ahmadiyyat, but at the time I was not ready. Now over the last few months my heart has opened up to Ahmadiyyat as I have seen the love Ahmadis have for one another. And today having listened to the address of Hazrat Khalif al-Masih, all my doubts have disappeared. I also attended last year but did not then feel the emotions that I have now. My mother will be very happy because I now realize how important it is for me to have become an Ahmadi. With regards to the bed ceremony, a lawyer from Georgia who is a non-Ahmadi and lectures in the university states that the ceremony had a profound effect on him and he kept repeating that this was a miracle. He then says that he has a greater mutual love for the community and he has observed that there is a smile on the face of all Ahmadis. For all those who took the pledge, may God Almighty increase them in their sincerity, loyalty, faith and conviction. And may every one of us reap the blessings of the Jalsa and make us the true heirs of the prayers of, offered by the Promised Messiah With regards to the media coverage of the Germany Jalsa, 13 media outlets covered the Jalsa. There were also reports in the online news outlets of Italy, China and Slovakia. From their estimates, 22.6 million people received the message. The Review of Religions also produced various content, which will continue for another week, and according to their estimates, the news will reach 1 million people. Through social media, the Review of Religions coverage will continue, as mentioned before, through MTA Africa, various programs of the Jalsa were broadcast in Africa. Reports prepared about Germany Jalsa were shown on Ghana National TV, Gambia National TV, Rwanda National TV, Sierra Leone National TV and Uganda National TV. With the grace of God, through this Jalsa, there has been extensive introductions to the Jamaat throughout the world. May God Almighty bless this in every way. Alhamdulillah, Alhamdulillah, 